This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. It's time. It's time. Time to get in the zone. Time to get in the zone. With the 49ers web zone. This is the No Huddle Podcast with Al and Brian. Well, I lost a QB that looked uncomfortable in in just off at times. Now, granted, it was raining, but still, it was not Purdy's best day by any stretch of the imagination. An offensive game plan that was confusing to me. Yeah. Atrocious clock management before the half. A defense that can't set the edge, that couldn't get home even when they, the few times they did seem to get pressure. A pass defense that was slipping and falling and, and Ambry Thomas struggling with penalties. Bad special teams. I started to get pissed. Was getting especially yeah. around halftime three quarter. I was pissed, but then I said to myself, "Well, listen, you're a championship team, or you are, and if you're a championship team, despite all the issues, despite that you've tried every way possible to lose this game, if you're a championship <laughs> yeah. team, you're gonna find a way to pull it out." And was there luck involved for the Niners to pull this game out? Absolutely. When is there not luck involved? Tampa, yeah. Green Bay missed a field goal. You know, there there were uh, tip balls. But what, the Patriots didn't get any luck in their run? It happens. You win titles most right. of the time. Some, a lot of the time, there, there's luck involved. So a big part of being a championship team to me, Brian, is when the other team opens the door or leaves that door open, I should say. You make them regret it. You make plays to win the game. A game that you probably had no business winning at all. And we'll talk about it in more detail. But what happened in this game was the defense didn't play well and they stiffened up when they had to. The quarterback did not play well. And then when he needed the drive of his life, he got it done. Yeah. And even the kicker who didn't kick one out of the end zone and it got returned. I mean, that's not all his fault because the coverage mm-hmm. wasn't good, but got a kick blocked that you were worried about made a big 52 yarder. Yeah, he did. So 
it was a game of both a lot of bad, but then at the end they got it done. So I hope it's a game that they just got out of their system and they're ready to go. But, I, but I'll tell you what, man, they got it done at the end. I have big concerns about the defense, but the quarterback, what else? That's the stuff that you're talking about when you talk about if you're going to win championships, if you're going to be an elite QB or even just a really, really, really good QB, you have to come through in those moments. And he did. He did when it mattered. Yeah, I th- I think part of the biggest frustration for me watching that game was the fact that the Ravens game was on before it and the Ravens just absolutely looked like the class of the NFL. And then you're watching this game going, I don't think I the way that both of those teams played yesterday, I tweeted, I was like, neither one of these teams can beat the Ravens the way that they're playing right now. Now, mm-hmm. you've got to take into account the weather. It is hard to play in the rain, but both teams do have to play in it. So there is that. and. Brock did eventually find a way to pull it out. And like you said, it was a frustrating game to watch for, for many different reasons, but it's also one of those games where as a fan, you're watching it and you're getting pissed off and you're talking about the defense and their inability to make stops, all of that. And then you go and you look at the actual stats of the game and you're like, Oh, wait a second. Uh, Jordan love didn't even throw for 200 yards. You know, the Aaron Jones didn't run for a hunt. Like, for as frustrating as that game was, the defense still played really, really, really well. When you when you take a step back and 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 you take a breath after you know after the game and after they've won the game, but all season, you know, the talk has been the 49ers are front runners. The 49ers can't win when the game gets grimy or the game gets you know in in, in a at, at the very least out of their favored game script, right? Which is again get ahead early and then just absolutely step on their throats. Did they do that? No. Was Kyle Shanahan's game plan. Did it seem weird to me? Like the Ravens game plan did. Absolutely. Like it it genuinely felt like once again, he came out and he tried to get cute and he tried to prove to everybody that Brock Purdy is, you know, a a great core. I, I don't know. I don't know. I even tweeted out. What is Kyle Shanahan trying to prove with this game plan? You know, at one point, Christian McCaffrey was averaging six and a half yards a carry. Now, granted, that was buoyed by a long run, but Kyle Shanahan loves to run the ball. And then when it gets down to crunch time, when it gets down to the postseason, when it gets to big games like against the Ravens in the in the regular season, he gets away from it for whatever reason. And I don't mm-hmm. understand it. And it's it's wild to me. Yeah. And I don't know if it's you know, and we talked about this last episode that the two of us were on. You know, we talked about the Dolphins loss and how Mike McDaniel might suffer from the same thing Kyle Shanahan does, which is overthinking yourself or outthinking yourself uh, in terms of, you know, just not going with what you know is is going to be effective. Um, and they get pass happy all of a sudden. And you're like, mm-hmm. this whole this whole thing <laughs> revolves around number 23 in the backfield. Like, what are we what are we doing? And so. You know, it was frustrating, but what I appreciate was that, again, the talk all season, the 49ers can't win games like that. And on the biggest stage, when it mattered most, they won that game. And I think ultimately that's what you have to take away. And and I think uh, more of that stems from, you know, you had asked me again last episode, if they get down by 10 early, are you going to be afraid? And my answer was mm-hmm. no. And and I wasn't. And And they never got down by 10, but 
what I said was this team is too veteran laden and too experienced to turtle in a situation like that. And I think ultimately that's, that was the difference in the game is that when it came to when push came to shove and it was the fourth quarter and the 49ers needed a drive for a touchdown and then they needed a defensive stop and they went against the youngest team in the NFL and mm-hmm. by all accounts, the youngest team then in the playoffs and it was that I think that that experience, that veteran leadership that that really, uh, you know, that really won the day for them. And and then the other thing is, again, Brock Purdy, you got to You have to appreciate the fact that he played a terrible game for three quarters, three and a half quarters. And then when the team needed him most, had a great drive that ended in a touchdown. And so that's twice now where you have a game in the rain. Brock Purdy doesn't play well. But when the game is on the line, he does what he needs to do to lead his team uh, down to win the game, except this time he had to score a touchdown and he didn't have to leave it up to the kicker. And that, I think, made all the difference in the world. But, you know, there's like you said, there's a lot of positive and a lot of negative to take away from this game. And, and uh, you know, I'm, I'm looking now and and the Detroit Tampa Bay game is officially over now. Yeah. It's uh, going to be the lions. Good for the lions. Uh, won that game 31 to 23. Uh, it'll be interesting. You know, we'll, we'll preview this game uh, later, later this week, but uh, you just gotta, you gotta be grateful that you won. You won that one seed because the lions are good, especially in Detroit. They're not quite the same team on the road and it'll be interesting to see what happens, but some of the weaknesses of this team that were exposed against the Packers can be absolutely taken advantage of by this Lions team. And that's where uh, I get a little, uh, a, a little puckered, if you will. Yeah. And you said something, I wanted to start with Kyle because in my notes, I wrote down Kyle Shanahan drunk question mark, because I did not know what he was doing at some points in this game or, or what his thought process was. But you said something about the defense that, I think some people feel the way that you do where you're like, and we talked about this, the last show you and I were on, where like the defense doesn't look right. Mm-hmm. But then you look up and well, they only give up 16 points. Right. Well, they gave up 29 to the Cardinals, but it was all garbage time stuff. Well, this quarterback only threw for a buck 80. Well, this happened at some point. We have to stop explaining this away. At some point we have to say, you guys need to step the hell up because in this game, yeah, they did towards the end, so maybe maybe that's turning a corner. But Aaron Jones was doing whatever the hell he wanted to. I, I thought Fleur got away from Aaron Jones way too much. They got lucky with a couple of spots. That fourth down spot stop, slash stop changed the game. But if that's a better spot, I thought it was a bad spot. Yeah. If that's a first down, maybe everything is, is different here. At some point, they got they got to set the edge. At some point, they have to play better because maybe you're going to get by against the youngest team in the league. And shit, maybe you'll get by against – the Lions because because their defense isn't very good and if you get in a situation where Gibbs and Montgomery are killing you maybe the Niners can outscore them it's not a problem but you're not getting by against the Ravens and you're not probably not getting by against the Chiefs with Pacheco and maybe not even the Bills the way they're running the ball so whichever of those teams it ends up being if they do get to the Super Bowl at some point they have to fix this defense and the pass defense yeah. isn't very good I'm starting to understand why they wanted Jason Barrett to get in the mix a little bit yeah Lenore played awesome Mm-hmm. You know, Traverius Ward's had a good year, but they have issues at safety. Yeah. What's his name? Logan Ryan. Some of the yeah. tackles he tried to make. Jair Brown needs to play next game. Break. Yeah. I mean, you're waving at people. And Ambry Thomas, who's played really well at times this year, had a really tough, really tough night. 
And he's the guy I think that they're going to be picking up. So the defense at some point, at some point, Brian, a lot of money in that defensive line, not to get by, to dominate. They need to start dominating the line of scrimmage. What? Where the hell is Chase Young? He, he, he didn't do anything. Yeah. He, doesn't, he, he has not been a good pickup to this point, I feel like. So, but you're paying Armstead, who, who's had a really good season. You're paying Hargrave. You know, you're paying Bosa. We know these guys can play. They got to come out and dominate. And I think everything we're talking about Purdy, and yes, that's true, but they, they need this this unit to step up as well and be, be the unit that we know they can be if they're going to win the Super Bowl. You know who this D-line is missing? And I would never have guessed that I'd be talking about this after a divisional round playoff victory. Uh, you know who this D-line is missing? Cleveland Farrell. And that seems wild to say, but Cleveland Farrell, can't rush the passer, but he can set an edge and chase young cannot. And I, I, again, multiple times yesterday on big, uh, on big Packers runs, it was because chase young did not set the edge. You know, he, he, his rush took him inside and then the Packers went, you know, went outside and, and I don't know if, if Farrell is going to have an opportunity to play in the, uh, in, in the championship game. Uh, but if he is, that's going to be huge for them and their run defense because they did get Armstead back. And if you noticed Armstead again, made a big, big difference on that defensive line, they were not getting anything up the middle, but all those outside runs were successful. And yeah. it was because Cleveland yeah. Farrell again, was not there to set the edge and the four Niners have been great at setting the edge in general, but they've been better with Cleveland Farrell on the field. Uh, and not chase young. So uh, that is something to monitor for sure, especially with this lions team, which is really good at running the football. And Jameer Gibbs is. He's amazing. Just electric. He's Chris Johnson reincarnated. Just, just should, electric. Yeah. He, sh he should, if I'm the lions and I love David Montgomery, he is a mm -hmm. tough inside runner. Mm -hmm. But if I'm the lions, I'm giving Jameer Gibbs the ball 25 times in this game. Yeah. I'm treating him like Christian McCaffrey. That dude is explosive. And I'm making the 49ers prove that they can do anything to stop it. hundred percent. Yeah. Cause the Niners haven't been tackling well either. So you get that yeah. guy in space, you know, but look, we, we know the Niners have the talent on defense. It's just, they, they have to come out and be dominant. Well, again, we're not talking about like Detroit wants to win a Super Bowl, but the city of Detroit is going crazy right now. They're in the NFC championship game and they should be, they've had a great run. Yeah. 